So, Daya, we're back here in Newark. <laughs> <laughs> yo, shout out to Newark, man. I love Newark. Yeah, man. Yo, this is, this is your third show in a well, row. Well, listen, man. Newark. I keep coming up here, yeah. and this time you were telling me I had to link up with yeah. that girl. What's her name? Christina? Christmas. 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 Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What's good? <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Every day is Christmas. Joy to the world. Christmas is in the house, man. So, you, y'all doing a lot of things up here. I remember you just did a shoot with... Um, Gene the Human. Gene the Human, yeah, dope photographer. Dope photographer, you know, so it's a lot of creatives in Newark. A lot what are y'all of, doing up here? Up here. We were just up here going around. Shooting with shooting. Yay! Let's <laughs> try that three times. <laughs> Newark. Yo, I'm glad to be up here, and this is what I love about y'all in Newark. Y'all not out here running to go to New York, you know what I mean? The city's right across the river, but y'all are even here in Newark making moves. Well, since you're here, I want to teach you the number one thing you should know when you're in my city. Te- Ooh, teach um, me. It's Newark. Oh, snap. N-O-R-K. Newark. 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 Nork. 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 Okay. N O R K. Because if as soon as you're like Newark, they know you. Or like a little, not... if you have any of the W in there, it's Sova. It's a rap. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm here in Newark. Like nah, it's Nork. Nork. N- Nork. <laughs> I get like, it. It's like so you got Lanham. It's not Lanham. Yeah. You know kind of like how we got Baltimore. Yeah. Exactly. It's not Baltimore. Exactly. That's what I say. Exactly. Baltimore. It's Baltimore. Yeah. yeah. A, lot of, a lot of folks oh, from like... Lot of folks you got me hip north. now, yo. North. A lot of oh. folks from up north, though, end up calling Maryland, Maryland. Oh. I hate Maryland. That. Like, like, How are you supposed to say it? Maryland. Maryland. Well, Maryland. Yeah. Or, Maryland. Maryland. Or if you want to get, you know, like, you know, Merlin, you know. Merlin. Like the Merlin. lizard. If you're from PG, it's Merlin. Merlin. M-U-R. Merlin. Merlin. Yeah. Merlin. I'm really, I'm kind of go accents. Yeah. Yeah. It's the actress side. Hey. Yeah, yeah. For for those of y'all who don't know, Christina Bright is, you know, a lot of things. Count them off, boy. You know, I mean, Speak on it. These, no. <laughs> these are just things that, that I know about, you know. But, you know, I actually met her, you know, from uh, shooting. Uh, I was doing a series called uh, Portrait Walks, and she mm. was, you know, a, a subject. And we just became cool. Just started um, kicking it and shooting more. I was living in New York. Ended up, now, now, now I'm over here in Newark. So she's actually kind of like my like my like Newark guy, you know. the tour guy. Exactly, mm. exactly. So you are the new guy on the block. I am. I oh, am. she hand holding. You're good. But you know what I That's have my... to say about um, Brian, which you don't get from a lot of people, because like you're from where are you, Merlin? Yeah, yeah, Merlin, Merlin, Merlin. PG, County. PG County. What's up? Mm-hmm. Um, most people will come, you know, to this area. Like, oh my god, I'm so much closer to New York. Cool, and like go to New York. Mm-hmm. But like, you're actually taking the time to like be, you know, familiar with your surroundings mm. and kind of, like, reaching out to the creatives here because we're, like, people don't know. Like, there's a lot of people out here who, like, do dope, dope stuff. So, shout out to you. Oh, that's my, it's a bill collector, not going to be able to, that, it's 855-666, that's Yo, the devil calling. do not, God, do not answer so. <laughs> Not today. Okay. Nah, but, you know, New Jersey, I mean, this part of New Jersey, Newark, it's like an untapped market. Yeah, I mean... As a photographer that likes to shoot out outdoors, the things that I see a lot now are Newark is very uh, in, in industrial. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's a lot of stuff over here. It's funny, like you know, you got you know, you got the what, MetLife is over here, so the Giants play in Jersey. You know, you got a lot of stuff that brings people to Jersey, but they immediately want to leave afterwards. You know? Damn, <laughs> you know? damn. But you know, we got cool stuff over here. You got neighborhoods for one. You guys, mm. it's a different dynamic. You know, you kind of have to have a car here. You know, you you can survive without one, but a car is definitely a plus. 
um, other day when I shot with Gene, we went to um, we went went to a bro- the I think it was North Broadway Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went, went went to a park up here. You know, you got streets that aren't that busy. Like we jumped in the, in the middle of a street one, one time. Nice for a shot. shot. Yeah, it was cool, but. It seems like it all. Yeah, risking it all. Risking risk it, it all, all for the shot. shot, yo. It seems like it would be dangerous. We gotta but ask her that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what well, have I risked for a shot? Yeah, like what? what? Are we still Go talking ahead. about photography? <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, so this is all right. So, on a couple of shows ago, we mentioned things that we might have uh, risked it all for the shot for. Like I jumped on the tracks one time for a shot. Hey. You know, never didn't know if the train was gonna come or not. I right. just was like, you know what, this would be a good shot. Risked it all. Risked it all. You know. Hmm. Well, I've done. Well, I've done the whole like jump into traffic kind of thing. Like I'd be like, hit me, as long as you don't kill me, yeah. and I still have my arms and legs and I can walk. You like do I'm you. suing you, so you're risking it all. <laughs> but um, other than that, I mean, I've done a new shoot. Mm. That's like risking. I'll it risk all. it all on the other end. On the other end of mm. as the subject exactly. Because yeah, we... and I was younger, so mm-hmm. now I think about it sometimes. Um, now that I'm getting older and my life is going the way it's going, I'm like, yo. The news are gonna be worth some money, and I'm pretty sure somebody's gonna release. So them. looking back, was the dude legit or was he a creep? <clears throat> well, see, he was a friend. He was um my one of my good friends' brothers. So mm-hmm. he's in. What you guys know the name? What's that kind of photography? The bu- burlesque? Bur- no, boudoir. No. Bu- oh, boudoir. 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 Yeah. boudoir. Right. Boudoir. So he shout was out like, to Andrew Thomas Clifton. Right. So so it was just like you know lingerie, and next mm. thing you know that came off. But like I'm not. I mean, I like my body. I don't have any problem with being nude. So if they do come out, like, whatever. But that's something that I think about now. Like, what are mm-hmm. those going to leak? Like, mm-hmm. I guess I know I made it when they leak. Mm-hmm. I guess right. so. Like, <laughs> they, they feel like it's an advantage. Like, you know, you're not just leaking some random joint. Right, if they leak. I mean, I don't want to say because maybe, maybe he, he wouldn't, but maybe he would. So. But, you know, then there's that trust between right. a subject and a photographer. Right. It's almost unspoken. Right. Because if somebody's willing, willing to bear it all in front of you, right. there's a certain level of respect. So, exactly. You know, for his sake, I hope he didn't. We got your back, Christmas. Right, right. Man. And uh, my dad, too. Probably, <laughs> you know, when you go there, I know who you Father are. Chris- That's the thing. There's Father no, Christmas? Right. There's no question of, like, if they if they come out. Of who it's from, mm-hmm. you know, like it's not no iCloud uh, app. Like I know who. who oh, okay, so. okay. Anyway, so yeah, that that's kind of like risking it all. Definitely is, definitely is, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, like that was that was definitely something we talked about before. But you know, one thing I, I want to talk about more on this show is the fact that you have your own show. Right. Yes. Dope show. The art of conversation. The art of conversation. Dope show. You know, I was writing the other day and I realized that art is all caps, you know, so, you know, mm-hmm. it's emphasis on the art aspect. You know, everybody who's been on the show is a dope person, an artist in your own route, uh, in your own right. Um, and also, you mentioned before on the show something and it kind of made me think about, uh, you ever seen a movie with Denzel called Man on Fire? Yes, of course. I love that movie. Of course. Christopher Walken said in one scene, he was talking about him. And he was saying, "Every man is an artist. Mm-hmm. You know, his 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 uh his medium is is, is death. Mm-hmm. You know, so right. he said he's about to make a masterpiece. Right. You know, so I was like, wow, fire, deep. Bars. You know, deep. Yeah. Well, don't fuck with my art, man. Right. I mean, I'm sensitive about I'm my sensitive shit. about my shit. Damn. Exactly. Already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, definitely wanted to introduce you to Dial as well. But like, what are some of the things that you know, like our listeners might you know want to go listen to the art of conversation and like really get. I mean, just the fact that we are living in a time where it's mostly about what you do, right? Like, what do you do? You're a photographer. What kind of camera do you shoot with? Like, what's your page? Let me see mm-hmm. your work. Like, people are already measuring you based on, you know, your following and how huh. popular you yeah. are. Um, even, like, for, for photographers, because I know some photographers who, like, they just started and they weren't that great. And in a year, 
they're lit. feasting, lit. you know? So it's, mm-hmm. it, it really doesn't even have to do anymore with how much time you've been in the game. So it's, so for my show, it's kind of like, who are you as a person? Because I feel like when I follow people, I'm not like one of the, a big fangirl. I'm not like, oh my God, I love this person. Like I follow everything they say, every book they release, I buy it. That's not like my personality. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of people like that. So for me, when I'm following someone, if I am going to support you, I want to know who you are actually like off of social media. And it's not everyone's fault. Like not everyone... Um, can not everyone has the skill to really represent who they are entirely and it's kind of like inherit you know like filters like okay it's not like snapchat or even with snapchat people kind of can be scripted or like do their makeup first and just go live but i feel like a podcast is like we're sitting here and no one's worried about like what they look like which already they're kind of like their guard is down a little bit. It lets you focus on the audio aspect of it. Right. I'm really listening to you. Right. You know, and the fact that you're in front of us speaking in person, I think the best way to conduct business or even deal with people is face to face. Right. You know, we immediately have a shield, uh, which is our phones right. or our computer screen right. that really just block us off from the ne- from somebody else, from experiencing the fullness of that person. It's funny because when I invite people on my podcast, it's never about who, like, what they do. Like, I just have dope-ass friends who do dope shit, but they're also really dope people. So I invite people on my podcast who I think are dope. So it's funny, like, since I've started, like, some quote-unquote popular people have reached out to me. To get Like, on. hey, I want to be on your podcast. No, you choose. I don't like that That's pressure. What, no. I think it's weird. Like, hey, you, could, you just, it's like saying you just got a new car. I want to ride. Like, or, come, come pick me up. Or it's saying, I shoot uh, this television show. Let me pitch you an idea. Like, right. no, no, this is your show. Right. Like, you're going to decide how right. it's curated. And it's not. So for me, I'm just taking a different, you know, tactic than a lot of people take. And it's just based on the integrity of the person and how much um, I think they can add to a conversation. Because no matter how many followers you have, like everyone has something to say and everyone has a valid perspective. Mm. So that's what the art of conversation is all about. Okay. I think that's something we mirror with our pick of the week <laughs> but you know with our pick of the week like she said everybody we have different photographers exactly. and most of the time the people that get shared the most are the people with the most followers right but there's people walking around with 200 followers 25 and followers they're and they're dope right so we love to try to feature more of those people to let the world know hey Mm-hmm. This you don't. It's not about that. It's about your content, your eye, and how, your passion for whatever your art is. And also, my theory with followers is like everyone, you know, cool. Like followers is some kind of form of validation. Like, hey, I think I'm dope. So do like fifty thousand other people. That's awesome too. But it's also like number one, people can buy followers. Mm-hmm. Like, let's not act like that's not a thing. And there's also, and I hate to sound like this, but you know, I keep it real. There's also a lot of corny people in the world. So you could have 50,000 corny followers and that just means you're corny. Listen. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Doesn't yo. Doesn't mean anything. When Snapchat and Insta stories and all these things came out where you can actually start seeing and listening to some of these people who you followed for so long because you like their yeah. work right. a lot of people were exposed and they don't know they don't yeah. even realize no depth you know thank you it's a lot of it's a lot of cool people or people that do cool things like you said that you know you get to see into their life now and it's like damn damn yeah. disappointment yeah you know what i thought i i feel that's that's the same thing that we kind of went through when you always hear like a radio personality or radio voice and then you see him in real life yeah. and you're like you're so, so you don't small. match your voice right so you're little. not you don't you're not your presence isn't felt like yeah. the only reason why we can hear you is because you're on the radio right 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 mm-hmm. and you know so yeah that's i guess it's the same same feeling you know but for me i think it's important for even like myself personally 
the more following I get, the more uncomfortable mm-hmm. I get with how people perceive me or like in public how people treat me. So for me, I think it's also important to bring people who are popular down a couple notches, you know, like that ego, let's turn it down. And people who are just used to like being quiet and like following people who are popular, lift them up and like kind of show like, hey, we're equal here. Like it's the same thing. Just because more people might know who I am than know, you know, who you are doesn't say anything about who you are. And it also doesn't say anything about who I am, except for like I'm a charismatic loud transparent person who and that's posts just, a lot that's and you're not that's who you've always been and it's, it, people are gonna like you for what they can relate to or or what they're they not desire like right right to be exactly. so you know you can get it from either direction yeah yeah definitely could definitely that's what could. she that's what he said uh, <laughs> <laughs> too much sauce <laughs> no, you know one thing one thing we always talk about is like that photographer model relationship mm. you know and i guess that's still like a vague uh, relationship because because it, it, it can go to you know director actress actor you know just that that ratio uh, that, that relationship right there you know so we always talk about you know our experiences as shooters with models or in a certain situation but I mean I guess like stories are what we love so like what's you you have like any go to stories where you were in a situation you know and it was just like something that's weirded you out about it you know between you and the photographer mm. um. See, I am really good at saying no. Mm. I'm also really good at saying yes. And I'm, you know, like I'm <laughs> like, I'm fair, you know. So yes. if something is making me feel uncomfortable from the jump, and usually it's how the person approaches me. Mm. Oh, I actually do have a good story, but let, let me just finish this first. It's all how you approach me. And because social media is a thing, it's easy to connect to people. I feel like the make or break for me always starts in the DMs. Mm. It goes down. It literally goes the down the drain in the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you DM me and you're not cognizant about how, like, you don't know me, how you're speaking to me. So if you're just DMing me, you're like, hey, yo, let's shoot. And now I get on your page and you have so many, fo- and I'm supposed to just, because you're popular and you have a lot of followers, I'm supposed to jump at the opportunity to shoot with you. For me, it's a no, because there's, I know my friends are all photographers. Like, I know a lot of people who I can, if I need photos taken. So if you're taking your time out to to approach me about an opportunity to shoot with me. Obviously, there's something you want out of it. So treat it like that. Like, be professional. Especially, like, most times it's, like, male shooters and females, you know? So you have to know, like, the society and the world that we live in. Women have to be very careful about who we're meeting up to, quote-unquote, just shoot. And where are we shooting? Is it in the Mm. studio? Is it in your house? Is it in the Mm. basement? This is getting creepier as the story goes on, right? Like, that's what we have to think about. So um, for me, it starts there. And then also, there was this one time that this guy reached out to me because he wanted to, he was shooting a series on freckles. And of course I have like a billion freckles on my face. So I was like down with it. So at this point, like financially, like I needed money. So I wasn't really down for doing anything for free. And I'm kind of like, you're doing this project. Like what, what's What's the the payment? What's the compensation? And he's just like, you know, right now, no one. Just being in the book. Right. And then he's like, and I was like, are you selling the book for profit? So like, if, if it's just pictures for your portfolio or pictures that you're going to post online, cool. But like if it's something that you are making money from, I need to be compensated. Or something else, another opportunity that you can present to me that's going to be worth it. That's number one. Hmm. Number two, I was like, you know what? Cool, you can't pay me, I understand. Because I'm also someone who's a creative and I like to shoot as well sometimes. And sometimes I just need people to be down for the cause. And I get that. But when I asked him to compensate me, you know, to get to his place, he kind of like gave me a little like back and forth. But he ended up, I think he transferred me, he PayPal'd me like $40 or something like that. So 
that morning, like I think the, the day before I had a shoot, we like went out to the club all that night, but I still woke up that morning and like made my way to his place. So I guess he lived in, he didn't live in Bay Ridge, but I didn't put the zip code in. I just put the address mm. that he gave me. So mm. it took, the train Damn. took me all the way to Bay Ridge. I don't even know what train, was it the Q train? One of those weird one ass those, trains. One of those yellow lines. Yellow line that took me all the way to the end, right? So I get there and I call him. I'm like, hey, I'm outside. He's like, I'm outside. I don't see you. Oh, no. And then he's like, which zip code did you put in? Oh, Damn. come on. Dude. And he's, then I'm like, oh, I didn't. He's like, oh, that's why I sent you with the zip code. Like, people always make that mistake. And my thing right there was like, bruh, if people always make that mistake, that's make something that you should say. Hey, I sent you the zip code. Make sure you put this because if you don't, then you're going to end up been, in. I would have been so I was heated. Fuming. Of I was, did you still make your way over there? No. So, but how about this? I. Like when I called him, he's like, "So you're it's gonna take you another hour." He lived like by Barclays, which I was close to. I was yeah. like in Harlem. I came yeah. from Harlem oh, all the way to Bay Ridge. Yeah, you went way out the way. That's like so you know what he said to me? I said, um, "You know, I don't know like what the time frame is, but like I'm already over here." And he was like, "Oh well, I don't feel like driving there." I'm like, "Wait, you had a car the whole time? The whole time. So the whole time you could have picked me up?" And then he's like, "Sweetheart," he started saying words like, "Sweetheart," I said, "You no. know what? I'm good. Like you wasted my time. Like I'm going home." So he's like, all right, cool. Can you transfer me back my money? You're lying. I mm. promise you. So I told him no. No. So I went Can home. Can you transfer me back? And he, and he kept texting me back. For the 40 For the $40. Nah, he, so he I gave him his $40 support. back. And just don't ever. And if you're listening to this, don't ever worry about hitting me up. At, for nothing. Because like it was a deficit for me. And at, it was just, so basically what I'm trying to say is like communication is key. And like just don't be an asshole. You know what I'm saying? If someone's jerk. doing you a favor and going out of their way to make your project come to life. Have some respect. Don't expect people to come out of their pockets. If you don't have it, we're, we're all creatives. You know, we all go to that. But be honest about that. Like, hey, I wish I could pay you. I can't pay you right now. This is what I can offer. If you need, you know, any headshots or if you need anything, let me know and then actually come through on that. But like, people don't forget. And just because you're, you're reaching out to me because you feel like I'm up and coming, know that that up is coming sooner than you think. Let's go. And when I get there... Don't check for me if, if you did bad business. Let's go. You know, I think there's a there's an artist etiquette. Yes. Let's that talk it's, about it. It's unspoken. Right. But we understand that we are a community. Right. We're all building. So right. the way we operate is I got you, you got me. Period. It's like barter, you know, bartering back in the day. It's like how can I take care of you? How can you take care of me? Let's let's do that back and forth. Not everything has to be monetary. And I think, you know, we do that a lot, Brian. And, yeah. and I think it works out for, for everybody. Yo, yeah. honestly, me and Brian do that all the time. <laughs> there you go. You're, like, you're literally my most valuable friend. <laughs> Thank you. Because, no, seriously, because we can, we, mm. we're friends, and then we could just talk about like personal stuff. Mm -hmm. And while we're doing that, we're coming up with creative ideas. And then he's just like, mm. oh, wait, stand right there. The light is hitting you well. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and next thing you know, like, I got some fire, fire for shot. the gram. Like, and and that's, <laughs> that's how creative friendship should work. Yes. How do you guys feel about creative friendships where you're like doing like you'll do things for people, but then the second you need you need something, they're like sending you an invoice. Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> That's when you start reevaluating right. that relationship. Right. Well, I'm a, I'll say this. So the other day I had a situation where, you know, I was kind of like down and out. Right. And um, my friend wanted me to come, you know, to come shoot with him, you know, and and I was like, I, I, don't, I don't know. You know, I got to. I gotta, I gotta chill, you know. So he was like, "Bro, you know, you know, I got you, you know." But still, you you want to be a little, a little humble, you know. But he's like, "Yo, I got you." And I'm like, 
he sees that I still don't want to, you know, take money or whatever, you know, in that situation, just out, just out of respect or friendship or whatever. But he then rewarded and was like, look, if you want to earn some money, you know, let me know. So it made, it made better sense. Like, instead of me, you know, just asking for $300, $400 right. or whatever, it's like, mm. bro, like, I, I, if you don't have a gig, I might have a gig that requires a shooter. Mm-hmm. Right. So yep. I can, you know, I can get you, you know. And so it's cool when you have a situation like that where the relationship is like, look, you're down and out. It's not, it's not you getting or giving a handout. It's you giving, you know, helping handout. Hey, I, give a help. Give, giving a helping handout. <laughs> See, like for me, like, so I, um, I know a lot of people and I build a lot of relationships and just being visible on Instagram, um, I don't just model. I don't just act. I create content. Like mm-hmm. I direct. I write. I shoot. I edit. Like a lot of people don't know yeah. that side of me. Christmas. So. Let me ask you something real quick. You just listed off about how many things. Like five. Cool. What is the go-to thing you tell people upon meeting them? Because we're in a society where people want to immediately define you, right? Right. Cool. Blah blah blah. I'm I a businessman, I and have then the you most say, fire "Oh, I'm thing. a." I already got you. Cool. Cool. I don't say I'm in anything because people usually say like, "What do you do?" It's right. not like, what are you? Right. No one says, like, hey, what are you? Yeah. Like, I'm popping. That, that was my response. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm all right. Right, I'm all right. <laughs> what I'm are you? I'm all right. I'm, I'm thirsty. Um, <laughs> but people, and I decided this, and if you've ever been to, like, any panels that I've been on or ever heard me speak, I always say the same thing. When someone says to me, what do you do? I say, I do dope shit. Off time. And I, I like, made a commitment to myself. Like, it's to a promise to that. myself to say that. And it's been situations where it's been, like, an older person, I'm like, Maybe you'll I still should. say it. And I, I mean, I still say it because it kind of throws them off a little bit. They're like, really? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, don't shit, like what? I'm like, I want right. to see. Right. And then because before that question used to give me anxiety oh, because I used to feel like I had to choose. Like, just when I first started I in this industry, it just used to be like, people always would force me to be the model or the actress because, like, you're tall, you're skinny, you're light skinned. Oh my God, your hair, like, you're beautiful, your bone structure. Those freckles. Right, cool. But then it's like, yo. Every time I was like modeling, I ended up creatively directing every project because like a photographer was helping me do this, and I'm like, now nah, you know what would be dope. Mm-hmm. Let's do this, and mm-hmm. I would always do that like mm-hmm. all the time. So it just turned out where people started calling me not to model, but like, hey, can you just be on set to like help out? Like we, you know, we like your vision. I'm just like, okay. Then I got my camera popping. Then I got on YouTube University, and my good friend, my sensei Roger. Hey, Raj. He taught me how to edit. Like he taught me like shout the out to Roger, yo, man. Shout out to Raj. Like. At- my, at no at Raj Rich R O D G R I C H yeah. I think my sensei for real because if it wasn't for him that's how I make money now out. like Good. that's like the greatest gift you can give someone is the tools to make money mm-hmm. come on what did what did, what did they do teach fish. a man come on man teach a man to fish <laughs> he gonna eat forever exactly on, so man. basically like once I taught myself how to edit I just started to and I'm getting better at this now like having ideas and having concepts and executing them or if I can't execute them myself looking at my network. Like who do who's around me who has the tools that I need? Cause right. like I don't have it right now to like be buying like all this equipment. But my boy has a good has a better camera than me. Mm-hmm. So when I have shoots, like I had this shoot, um, I got paid. This is the most I've ever gotten paid. I'm not even gonna say the amount, but I got paid a good amount for this shoot to go like to Trenton. And instead of me like going to Trenton and meeting the mayor and like shooting it with my little Canon T3i, I hit him up, gave him a couple hundred dollars, three four hundred dollars to shoot for me. Then I took the footage home and I edited it and we won. So now every time that client calls me, I bring him you do with the me. Same situation, right? Because like I pay him, put money in his pocket, 
Because why? I, I don't need to like. That's what they call greedy. a silent partner, right yeah. there. He, right. You know, he, that's a great situation. Give him some bread because yeah. I don't want to shoot it anyway. Like he, that's what you do. Go ahead, shoot so it. So now I'm starting to really like hone in and focus. And, and that's cross branded. Right, yeah. and I think like what I what I've learned is like naturally I'm a director. Mm. So I kind of had. It's like I look at everything like a paid internship. Like I had to learn how to the basics of shooting, right. the basics of editing. Because as a director. I need to be sure that everyone who's, you know, working for me is doing what they're supposed to be doing. Like, I, mm-hmm. I can see, like, hey, I don't like your style. Like, hey, that's not steady. Mm-hmm. Hey, change the shot. Yeah. No, nah, I don't like that. It is whack. But, like, yeah. if you don't know any of those things. Yeah, you got you to gotta be able to communicate. You can't, right. you can't just give, like, feedback or direction if you don't know the language. Right. So, yeah, like, I like how you put it. You kind of have, like, a paid internship. Paid and, internship. Or some, some a host, rotation, like rotation. being a doctor. Mm-hmm. Paying, yeah. Paying, paying your dues. And you paid your dues. It all, it all adds up. Because, honestly, anyone who's listening who, like, shoots, edits, and models. You, is, you're hitting the three. It's like, and I never knew. Is that the holy trifecta? Shoot, <laughs> shooting, on. editing, shoot, and modeling. Edit, edit and model. I, I, feel, I feel like it's more of a, like, in basketball, you can have a triple-double in different things you know you can have a double double they have like you can have like man blocks match deals or you got man blocks match deals match points. points okay you know, so it's like you, you you can shoot direct model or you could produce shoot direct oh i hear you, you. Know? so it's right. a it's right. a okay i got you right. he, he couldn't just let me get the trifecta all it's, right no he was not having <laughs> it not nice, i was not, like yo i was like yo you might be on to something yo, it's not you a shoot, you edit and you model right it's, and i also i've produced it, as well like i've done it's a triple threat it's, it's a triple threat, and for me, it's an advantage, and I'm so happy that, like, I just decided to just, like, go ahead and, like, do it, because it's intimidating, as mm-hmm. you may know, when you guys, everyone had to start. It's intimidating to see other people's work, and then just get on the computer without any skill, without any knowledge of anything, and get on YouTube University, like, mm-hmm. how do you export? Like, that's how I started, oh, like, how snap. do you, you know. That's, but that's the first, that's the first step. I, I had a teacher, he was a cool, cool dude, but... If you had a question in the class that he couldn't answer, and this is a graphic design class, we're working on Photoshop and the Creative Suite and all that stuff. So we're working in there, and raise your hand as a question. He comes over, he tries to you know do some things, and you know he wasn't the best at verbally explaining sometimes too. Mm-hmm. So he might be like, "Yo, watch out for a second, scoot you over and grab the mouse," but then he'll go straight to help. <laughs> <laughs> you thought he's about to do something. I thought he's about to put me on, <laughs> but he put you, know, you on he and he taught put, you how to help yourself. Exactly, right. Exactly. So you know. Pretty much going on YouTube University and you know finding out how to do something by yourself is that it's just you know taking that will to know something right. and just sitting down and doing it. Right. You know. Let me ask you another uh, question, Chris. Okay. So you talked about you know you just decided to get up and do it, right? Mm-hmm. So big thing for me, Brian knows this uh, for 2017. After some unfortunate incidents in 2016, I decided to just I can't be procrastinating right. anymore. Right. I think procrastination is the devil. It's the enemy. Right. You know what I mean? It's it's the difference from you having a dope idea, producing it, or having a dope idea waiting and somebody else doing it. It's that quick. Right. So it's my big thing. But you talked about just thinking about changing and then starting to jump on it. Right. What what inspired that? What made you say what made you say, All right, I wanna do this and then you wait mm-hmm. however long till you finally start getting it going. My thing I kinda got tired of that disappointing feeling you feel with yourself. I think th- th- there's two horrible feelings right number one is like disappointing your parents like or disappointing for me it's like disappointing my mom and then the second thing is disappointing myself because like when you disappoint yourself it's something that you can't hide from you know so i kind of got tired of that feeling of like having ideas 
and then not doing them and then having to think about like why my ideas aren't existing in the world so and then i got kind of tired of having to rely on other people mm. like, oh you know like for me it was my friend raj like oh raj knows how to edit so i would shoot something like oh hey can you edit this for me and not have to wait for you and then when you do it it's like mm, that wasn't really my vision so for me it was about you know taking on the challenge and taking accountability for my own ideas because like now if i create something and i don't like it there's no one to blame but me like i don't if i don't like it get better like be better so um and, and as far as like what you were saying about procrastination i think every single person deals with that i don't think even though there's people who you look at them like i think people look at me and like oh my god you get so much done you hustle so much but for me on the inside i know i could be doing so much more mm -hmm. and i know how long i waited to do this project and i know how long i waited to re respond to this email right. so i think that's just the challenge that every single creative has because it's not as easy as saying like oh i'm a creative person watch magic happen there's still like work that comes with that natural given talent so that's the that's the mountain that everyone needs to climb and i even think even if you're not creative just with everyday life like do you want to wait until you have right. the last roll of toilet paper to like get up and go get it and like, we talked about this off camera that was just my life yesterday actually <laughs> we talked about this off camera but kind of that there has to there's a season right for everything too right so you know a lot of people are like oh you know oh you're doing this how can, man you should have been done that I you know hate that word. you know oh man uh, you, you should have jumped this off years ago. Right. Years ago might have not been the time, homie. Of course. I would. I might not even been the same person. You I definitely obviously weren't, weren't the you same. Wasn't the same person. So the person you see now in this successful space mm -hmm. is because of everything I've been through. Everything I did and everything I didn't do, right? Because the thing, because there's certain ideas that I had when I was a kid. Certain ideas. The thing with with ideas that they're always going to be yours, even if someone does get to it before you. That's inspiration for you to like innovate. And for you to look back like, oh, maybe I wasn't original enough or maybe I'm not clear enough on what it is I want to do. Or it's even a marker for you to say like, yo, I definitely thought about the Uber app before that came out. Oh, so gosh. my, so I'm on the right path. So many people take things and they get discouraged. And mm. I, I kind of attribute that to just like lacking faith. Like your imagination is the gift that God gave you to faith imagine things. Seed. Let's go. To imagine things that you can't even that you've never seen before, but now not only can you see them, but you have the tools mm. to create your vision in the world. You know what I'm saying? So if you have that vision one time, that's just letting you know that there's a million more where that came from. Mm. But if you automatically are a person who's discouraged, I would say that you would have to just test your faith and have more confidence in yourself and your gift. Because if somebody takes your idea, Cool. I got a million cool. more. It's nothing. Take it. What did Drake say when he lost his BlackBerry and all <laughs> they his raps more were on than it? I need it. They needed Take it more. It. Take it. You're welcome. That's your gift to the world. You're welcome. Just hold on. I'm coming home. <laughs> Basically. But yeah, so that's how I feel about that. I don't know if I answered your question. No, it was perfect. It was great. <laughs> Thank you. So you want to take a Break? Yeah, let's take a break, man. Let's take we'll, a break. When we come back, you know, we'll, we'll include Chris on this too. Um, you know, for uh, our. No, no, we're gonna no, no, we're we'll tell you on that thing. What's up, guys? This is Brian Summers, one half of Shooter with Shooters. I'm here to tell you that not only are we on iTunes and SoundCloud, but we're now on Stitcher. Yes, Stitcher. You can go over to Stitcher.com or get the app. Download the app right to your phone and check out Shooter with Shooters. You can also check out We're Getting Better and our brand new show part of the BR Playground, The Art of Conversation with Christmas, Christina Bright. That's right. So go over to Stitcher, subscribe, drop some comments, and most importantly, thank you for listening.
keep shooting, and back to the show. Yeah, so we're back. Yeah, and we're back, y'all. We're at that we're part back. of the show that we like to call the Pick, Pick of, of the week. week. Shoot something, baby. <laughs> you know, so normally, you know, it's just Diana and I choosing uh, a photographer that we like to highlight. Um, these photos also go on our Instagram as well under Shooting with Shooters. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, just highlighting shooters and respecting the you know the, the shooter and whatnot. Um, so we wanted to include you on this as well, Christmas, uh, Christina, Christina Bright. Keeping it bright, y'all. Keeping it bright, y'all. All right. So, so um, Brian, you want to start out then maybe Christmas and I can go last. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Cool. All right. So this week for the pick of the week, I want to choose. Uh, photographer that I found, you know, just from going down a rabbit hole on, on Instagram, but what caught my eye about this photo is the light. Now, the person that shot it is, uh, the the name is MWLF underscore, so to be honest, I'm not even sure how to pronounce that. Wolf. <laughs> M-Wolf. Wolf. MWLF underscore, right? So the photo is of a person's eye, right? It's just close up on a person's eye, but around their eye is looks looks like a wire the way the way it's um wound up, but it's um Christmas lights pretty much or just, you know, white lights that you might use for decoration. Mm. But they're wound so tight that it, it kinda look like a ring light. That's the effect it gives because there's light all around you know, this this one area of the person's face in rings and it's of their eyes so you get like a nice catch light action going on here. Mm-hmm. Person has green eyes. It's a very warm photo so it's very, uh, it's got like a yellow tone to it, um, but I really like it, and it really caught my eye from like the framing, and like I said, I'm, I'm always interested in seeing people um, emulate types of lights, so, you know, the light source, they might have got inspired by was a ring light, but they didn't want to use a ring light to get the shot, mm-hmm. so shout out to MWLF underscore MWolf for that shot, and that's my pick of the week. I'm going to pass it over to Christina Bright today. All right, so my pick of the week is um, by a photographer named Kayla Bower. It's K-A-I-L-A-B-O-U-L-W-A-R-E. Um, and it's a picture, and the, the in her caption, she says, Melanin Goddess. So she basically took a picture um, of this model who has the most beautiful dark skin, like the darkest skin I've ever seen. And it actually even looks like Photoshop, but the picture is untouched. I seen it, y'all. It's dark, and y'all know I'm dark. So. Listen, it's like it's about <laughs> it's a, a good, like ten shades darker mm-hmm. than you. Um, and I think it's a dope picture because number one, like I've seen it like floating all over the internet, and like to to know the person who like actually took that picture, like it's it's amazing. So you guys just have to see it for yourself. Scroll down um, a little bit. The picture was taken January sixth. And it's by um, photographer Kayla Bulware. And I also love, like, the person, um, the model's expression. Because I think the model talks a lot about how she was picked on growing up. Like, for me, I like pictures. I like the story behind pictures, you know? Like, this this person is smiling, and the smiling is, like, obviously mm. real. Or she's fooling me, but she looks like she's really happy in this picture. So, to me, it just kind of tells a story of, like, accepting yourself for who, you, who, for who you are and, like, taking that thing that people made fun of you for and like making it that thing that you that you stand on and create a platform and a voice you know for yourself so shout out to kayla for um taking this picture that went viral man like sometimes the shooters get left out so i wanted to be able to include her oh definitely definitely awesome awesome you know great great post great pick of the week 
Um, so the shooter that I'm going to feature is actually somebody who I followed for a little bit now. Um, he's actually from New Jersey since I'm in Newark. Nark. Nark. Since I'm, I'm still practicing, y'all. Since I'm in Nark, um, I wanted to shout out a, a Jersey shooter. Now his name is Ha Bichulas. Bichulas. Now. Ha Bichulas. Yeah. Is he Spanish? I, I don't. He may be. He could be Dominican. Right. Um, I think he actually has the flag on the, on the front of his page. No, he's Haitian. My okay. bad. So it's H A at H A underscore B I C H. U E L A S. Okay. And the picture I'm going to, and I love all of his work, um, but there's one particular picture where he has this uh, model mm. and she's she has a like a Letterman jacket on. Nice. Varsity. But yeah, a little varsity jacket on. And she looks, it's either locks or faux locks, mm -hmm. but she is beautiful. The composition of the picture is awesome and I love her expression. And you know me. Uh, it's all about captions for me. And he said, I think, and he put her name, out cozied me last night. Ooh. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, Ooh. you know, she's dope as hell. Uh, I went on her page real quick, and that's at Lay Smokahontas. Oh, <laughs> I shot with her before. Oh, really? She, her mouth, she has such, she has like a really nice she like, is, mouth. She Jesus. is beautiful. I yeah. guess, yes, her mm. mouth is beautiful. And she got a little dimple chin. Yeah, she's really cute. Yo, like, shout out to at L-E-I underscore S M O K A H O N T A S. Lee Smokahanis. Lee Smokahanis. We actually did a shoot together. Um, the Colored Girls Project. Hey, watch out! We might we might have to look for that picture with our with our one and only uh Christmas <laughs> and uh, Lee Smokahanis. <laughs> yeah, she's All right, fire. we might have to bring that up too. So, yo, but shout out to How Bichulius uh, for the for the pick, and that's my pick of the week. Right, right. I think we all had some pretty good picks this week. Yeah. Pretty good fire. Pretty yeah. good fire. Hot fire. Indeed, indeed. Yo. I think we should go out and get some hot fire today. It's still pretty lit outside. Let's go ahead and snap this thing up, man. Let's go ahead, let's go ahead and shoot. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. Peace. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>